0: the Senate just failed to enact cybersecurity legislation, what is to be done next? Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and I'm speaking with Melissa Hathaway, who was a senior IT security advisor in both the Bush and Obama White Houses. Welcome back, Melissa.
1: Thank you, Eric. It's nice to be back.
0: Let's not play the blame game of who's responsible for failure of Congress to enact significant cybersecurity legislation, but what can be done now?
1: We can't look to legislation to move the ball forward, at least in the remainder part of this calendar year, or this the 112th Congress. The administration has at least three levers that I think that they could turn to. First, they could signal through their own budget and policy mechanisms that they're still very uh, serious about cybersecurity and that they're willing to adjust... Or uh, divert funds from one set of accounts to a to some of the cybersecurity accounts to keep the momentum and the initiative behind enhancing our security posture. And they could have the attendant policies with it. They could also slow down some of the policies that are embracing or advancing the adoption of the next generation technologies, i.e., cloud computing if they're not going to have the security aspects built in the next fiscal year. The second thing is I think that the administration could appeal to corporate leadership and ask them to take on more responsibility for securing their own enterprises and just appeal to some of the key companies that have suffered some of the breaches uh, over the past year, like an RSA or a Google, or some of the large defense contractors. And then finally, I think that the administration could work with the independent regulators, the Security and Exchange Commission, the Federal Communications Commission, the Federal Trade Commission, and to some extent the Federal Energy Regula- Regulatory Commission to enhance their security requirements and demand more from industry from a regulatory approach. Of course, that perhaps is the most controversial of those three recommendations.
0: Okay, showing leadership. So what does that mean? Does that mean President Obama would have to actually call on these companies or someone from his administration? How would that work?
1: The president already has his National Security Telecommunications Advisory Committee, uh, his President's Commission for Science and Technology, the Committee on Advising on Science and Technology, PCAST. He has a number of actually corporate leaders who are already on advisory boards to him personally. He could convene some portion or all of those to appeal to industry leaders, or alternatively, he could hold a uh, by-invitation meeting with some of the key ICT industry leaders and or key companies that have been breached and personally asked them to engage and help lead a more of a national effort on behalf of the nation.
0: And in the budget, we're, we're facing another budget crisis at the year's end where there's talking of massive cuts to, to go toward balancing the budget, which still won't happen. Is there room for cybersecurity in there? We are
1: certainly going into constrained fiscal times. I listened to the House Armed Services Committee testimony last week, and uh, Representative Thornberry and Representative Langevin opened up with, are you prepared for a 10 to 15 percent cut given the sequester? This is already given that the Department of Defense and other departments and agencies have are already looking at a 10 percent cut. So if you're looking at anywhere from 10 to 25% cut, it will be very difficult to squeeze out more dollars for key initiatives, and it will require a much closer look at what are the programs and assets that are must-haves, and then what are the programs and assets that are nice to have. And it will require a rebalance of the portfolio.
0: As we move forward, cybersecurity is not a campaign issue, but what are the responsibilities of the candidates For President, especially to uh, speak out about this?
1: I think that the candidates know, perhaps intuitively, that the ICT innovation is helping fuel the nation and the world's productivity. Some estimates say that the productivity that is resulting from ICT, information communications technology, is approaching 40%. And in some countries, to include the United States, it represents at least 4% of our GDP growth. When you start to say that the information communications technology is helping drive and fuel our economy, you also have the twin responsibility of ensuring that it's actually securely driving our economy and there's not a drag of one or 2% of loss of GDP due to insecurity. And I think if the candidates can begin to frame it in that context, that it would go a long way to raising the profile of the need for securing our core infrastructure.
0: One reason we've seen failure for Congress to enact IT security legislation is that the voters, the citizens out there, it's just not on their radar as a significant issue. It's something they really don't worry much about, so there's no pressure on their representatives in Washington to act.
1: I think that we do need to raise awareness in the country so that people have a better understanding of what's in it for me. Why is my credit card percentage rate going up? Why am I having to make pay more fees at the bank or at the ATM teller. Why did I lose my job or why did that plant close? And these are all results of the first two based on crime, organized crime, and against our financial institutions and against the normal things of everyday life, our credit cards and such. And the second is the extent of intellectual property theft.
0: I guess something very disastrous, such as uh, blackouts we just saw in India, but occurring because of some kind of cyber failure, it could be something that could generate interest in this issue.
1: I would hope that it doesn't come to that a disaster for people to care.
0: Well, thank you, Melissa.
1: Thank you, Eric.
0: I've been speaking with Melissa Hathaway for Information Security Media Group. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.